And welcome in to week one recap here on the SS Cheap Beer. I'm joined tonight by my two lovely co-workers, <laughs> colleagues, crew members. Mateys? Right? Mateys! Yeah, you gotta mateys. do mateys. Mateys. Jeff uh, Sweatrag Kimball. Hello. And Dustin. I, uh, oh, oh all right. go, no, no, go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I blew your roll. <laughs> you don't get to interrupt me in pirate voice. <laughs> and Dustin uh, Sweatrag Big Pickle Sylvia. Oh no. Rat shit. boy, it's rat boy. <laughs> Sweat rag, big pickle, Sylvia. Oh my god, I was concentrating too much on the voice. I can't even remember uh, the nicknames. Jesus. I haven't had either of those nicknames ever, so. Isn't that what you were last two? I've never been sweat rag and I've never been big pickle. I call you big pickle just randomly. I thought that's what you were. No, it was big sausage, but. Big yeah, sausage. Ah, uh, uh, Damn it. Because of my sausage fingers. Mm. <laughs> Are your fingers swollen? Is it the heat? No, they're always like that. I've, I think I've broken most of my knuckles at least once. And now they're yeah. just kind of blimps. Oh. Wow. R.I.P. your future wife. <laughs> I know. It's going to be tough to get an engagement ring on this puppy. Or wedding band, yes, that, that's exactly what that's I meant. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Kate. <laughs> well, if we're to... <laughs> Apologies in advance. Should we just put a blanket of sorry, Kate, throughout this whole episode? Yeah. Just, just censor every time I speak. <laughs> uh, sweat rag, you had something to say. I was going to say, uh, if, you're tr- if you're struggling with the pirate voice, I would recommend watching all of the SpongeBob episodes with the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the voice you got to be going after. I was trying to go for... The, the pirate at the beginning of the song. Oh, that's a good one, too. Oh, just oh. say, like, you just have to start by saying, are you ready, kids? <laughs> oh, that's what my lead-in should have been. Damn it. Uh, I don't want any kids at all around this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a parent hears the beginnings and they're like, oh, I'll put this on for my seven-year-old. <laughs> Mommy, what does it mean that the man has big fingers? <laughs> it's a big engagement ring, dear. <laughs> you know what they say, big hands, big rings. <laughs> well, we're back, everyone. Uh, this is a week one recap. Do you guys feel like bi-weekly kind of feels like a good cadence? Maybe monthly? I feel like... Last year, we tried to start out way too hot and then just, like, <laughs> fell off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like monthly. I think it could be fun to do, like, a bigger monthly kind of thing and, like, have it take a little bit longer and, like, we kind of, like, catch up a little bit because it's kind of hard to do, like, weekly trends. Trends don't really show up for, like, a few weeks at least. So, like, it's kind of cool to explore it that way instead of just, like, the weekly thing where it's like, hey, this idiot forgot to sit this – idiot and then you know there's not a ton of there's not a ton of like in-depth analysis spoilers no i've got i've got a good explanation for why uh but we can get it i doubt it (laughs) yeah you're right it sucks it's gonna have to wait a while because 
aren't you like at the bottom of the power rankings? So it might be the last As always. <laughs> yeah, as is tradition. Yeah, I mean, regardless, I'm going to be gone for two weeks after this. So it's going to be at least a, what, beginning of October before we meet again. So get in your... Uh, That's fair. Your earball listens while you can, folks. Maybe play this on repeat. Dan, looking at you. <laughs> uh, if I could, uh, if I could step away from football for a second, I would like to say, Brandon, from the bottom of all of our hearts, we are very excited for the next step you're going to take in your life. So, congratulations, and don't fuck it up. You're talking about dropping Jaguar James. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I would never do that. Dustin had that one teed up. I could see oh. the smile. He was ready to go. The love of my life last year is just letting me down. So it's not even his fault. It's not his fault. He's in an abusive relationship. And we can get into that later. <laughs> Before we do that, though, I want to think of a different title for State of the Pod. Like, I feel like there should be. Why? I kind of like State of the Pod. Oh, you like it? All right. Is there, like, some term when, like, the captain brings all the pirate crew members together? Oh, roll call. Yeah, or something like that. we uh, got to keep it on brand. I like it. So our first section tonight is the cheap beer roll call. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. I feel like I went did not go pirate there, but uh, we'll work on that. No, so does that mean I should find a different drop for State of the Pod? Because I do you guys trivia question? Do you know what that was from? The one I added, like what movie it was from? I just thought it was the SpongeBob movie. Nope, it's a different movie. Brandon, any guesses? No, it was from Anchorman. It's from the uh, oh, they the the opening where they do all the characters, and then at the end it's like dick 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 dick. team. No, we can still do that because like the beginning of a. Local news is like roll call. They go through everyone. Yeah. Cool. All right, That's then I'll true. keep it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to cut this part out because I want people to figure it out on their own. Nice. Yeah, please okay. do. I'm just going to say Anchorman at every point during the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> just try to work in the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're really anchoring this conversation. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Last time we spoke... We have had 33 additional downloads, um, so we are now up to 381. Let's fucking go. So we will break 400 um, from this episode, definitely, no doubts. Um, we do have a comment from our loyal listener, and honestly, I really like these comments because I always forget what we talked about, and then I try to piece together what we were talking about that caused him to comment <laughs> in such a way. <laughs> Um, but he, the comment that he left was Farmer's Tannehill was the reason. <laughs> Farmer's Tannehill. That's some inspired nicknaming now, right there. I understand the play on words, Farmer's Tan, Ryan Tannehill, but what does that have to do with drafting him in the fourth round? Oh, that's what we were talking about. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just wanted to get that nickname in there any way he could. And his execution was really lacking. That'd be my guess. <laughs> I mean, he could have had Tannehill on his team really easily. Didn't Roach draft him in like one of the last rounds? Yeah, sure did. <laughs> yeah, he blew that opportunity. Yeah, really did. So um, if anyone else wants to leave comments, if you want to be read on the pod, there's your opportunity. People probably just don't know how to do it. Tim's the only one. Oh, yeah, because it's through Podbean. 
Podbean. Oh, did I even tell you guys the story? I was waiting for a podcast to drop. And like the the host of it, it was like a gambling podcast, like said that it dropped on Twitter. And I was like, I can't find it anywhere. And the, the producer was like, well, what are you using? And I was like, Podbean. And he was like, that's the worst app you could possibly <laughs> use. Never use Podbean. Like I, if you weren't a loyal listener, I would shame you right now. And I, I felt really <laughs> terrible after that. <laughs> so should we should we look elsewhere for our hosting platform? I, don't, I tried. There's just like it's the cheapest option. I mean, that's probably why no one likes it. It's yeah, you get what you pay for. It turns out the 145th ranked fantasy sports podcast. So <laughs> can't be all that bad. Uh, um, yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, Connecticut joined us from our, our last our previous pod as being infected with cheap beer. Um, they had not listened, so the state is now ratified into the cheap beer uh, constitution. Connecticut, we now recognize. Uh, we also have six five-star reviews on uh, Apple. I don't know if you can leave comments on Apple, but we have six five-stars. If you're uh, listening, please go uh, rate, review, uh, tell a friend, tell an enemy. Yeah, that's six more five-star reviews that we could be getting. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, at least five. We know one of one of the folks here does not listen to continue into the state of the pod uh, i do want to issue a an apology from the commissioner's office uh, about the scoring around the defensive uh, special teams units uh, i may have gotten carried away with all of the different points i could award um, and did not think at all about the repercussions so uh, apologies on that. I got very excited and then didn't think about it until five days before the season started. And um, yeah, so we are where we are. Love it. 21 points from the Pittsburgh D. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm okay with it. I kind of love. I like it. I think it's fun. I think defenses have historically kind of been like a throwaway position, but this actually kind of mm-hmm. makes good ones good. Um, rather than just like serviceable and it's a little more I think it makes them the good ones a little more dependable which I appreciate it makes it makes streaming them a little more challenging too yeah yeah which I think is fun the only problem though is like I looked at the uh, 49ers defense that got like 15 points and it was like their defense was terrible like I wanted I wanted to match the like Pittsburgh's D was awesome against Buffalo they should have got 20 points but like just because San Francisco had like five fourth down stops doesn't mean that they should then be racking up that many points when their defense gave up 34 points. Yeah. Yeah. Like when a team gets down big and then they're just going for it every fourth down, like, yeah, that makes sense. But that being said, you know, there was that conversation in the sleeper chat of like, how often does that happen? So I think I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. Well, we'll see. We'll track it. Um, because last year defenses, as a whole, it was like the lowest scoring year for defenses in our in our history. So, um, you know, you overcorrect and then you love that a good happy medium. Plus, we're not <laughs> like playing with defensive players, obviously. So, this, yeah, you know, I feel like it's fine to get more it's points a for the whole team. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to I want to let people know it, it didn't go through the thorough vetting process that most uh, changes in this league go through. Um, so. <laughs> I've learned a lesson, and I will. I will spend some more time on uh, scoring next year. Thorough vetting process. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it has to go through an approval system. It's just Brandon like thinking about it over a, a meal. 
at midnight. Fourth downs? That sounds awesome. Two points. <laughs> it's whether he thinks about it stoned and sober or just stoned. <laughs> A proper vetting process is sober, then stoned, and then drunk. Yeah, right. You arrive at the same conclusion in all three states. It's a great rule. That's right. Exactly. Love it. Wow, you guys know my process pretty well. I'm impressed. We know you pretty well. I added a new section here. Headlines from the Potters. That sounds like a Harry Potter like thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, since I came up with the uh, the section, I'm going to go first. Um, and I included it here because I feel like week one, there's a lot less to talk about than other weeks. Um, so my first thought is uh, Urban Meyer just needs to go back to college football. USC, job is open. Let's get him out of here. He's ruining Jaguar James. Last week was a perfect Jaguar James week. They were down by 30 points in the fourth quarter. All Trevor Lawrence should have been doing is checking down to James for five yards at a time. And instead, Carlos Hyde, 31-year-old Carlos Hyde is in there running at three yards a carry um, and just going to get oxygen on the sidelines. It is infuriating to me. Um, and just like all of the things I've read are about how unhinged he is, it just, get out of here, Urban. We don't want you. Go back to college. Um, you sound terrible. I would never want to work for you. I mean, the guy literally signed and worked out Tim Tebow all preseason, like as if he was actually good at football. That, that alone says that he's got something tapped going on in his head. Yeah, I don't know why all these college coaches make this leap to the NFL. The success rate is like close to 0%. And you leave these cushy-ass jobs to just go be a fucking nincompoop on the sideline. Well, look, the Jaguars weren't going to be any world beaters already, but you have like one of the greatest quarterback prospects in recent memory like jaguar james is a good running back we've established that trevor has people to throw to the defense doesn't suck so i don't know what the fuck is going on it's (laughs) it's it's ridiculous (laughs) to lose to the texans by 14 points like that wild it wasn't even close like the texans were in control of that game the whole time well that's just ty god for you there's nothing you can do when ty god comes to town (laughs) (laughs) ty god I have not heard that one. Um, all welcome. right, so that was my headline. Uh, Dustin, what, or uh, Rat Boy, Big Sausage. Sweat Rag, Big Pickle, what do you got? <laughs> In my opinion, week one is all about overreactions, right? I mean, we have an extremely small sample size to work from, so what better way to analyze than just completely overreact? Um, so my question is, are the so-called elite running backs overrated? And by that, I'm referring to Zeke, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, and Saquon Barkley all got under 10 points. And then Derrick Henry, Gibson, and Eckler, and CEH all under 13. Mm -hmm. Now, all of these guys were in the first two rounds, most of them in the first. I'm asking the question to you guys, besides (laughs) like the top three, so McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, is it going so far to say that after those three like premier backs go, that maybe you could pick up a different position like Kelsey, Adams, Hill, and then work with like Kareem Hunt and Daryl Henderson in the fifth, fifth and sixth round and get basically the same score. You know, because like I think 
these running backs are pretty inconsistent anyways. They get hurt more than receivers. It's true. There's, they're passing more, the teams are. Is there a shift where maybe we start looking at more of a draft, a receiver and a tight end, Darren Wall or Demonte Adams, for example, and then you get like three <laughs> decent running backs that maybe will be okay, maybe suck, but you're getting the same, you're, you're taking the same risk with Zeke in the first, with like your fifth pick. So what do you guys think about that? I loved, I love, love, love this question because I read it and I was like, what are you fucking talking about? So I, I just loved that reaction that it incited in me. So you disagree? Well, no, but then, and then I went into week one and it completely backs up your side of the argument where pretty much every good performance with a couple exceptions was quarterback receiver. And it was fascinating to be like, well, like what, what if teams didn't like all had like tier two, tier three running backs and focused on that receiving that being said, I definitely think it's a fluke, and I think if you don't have that kind of tier one running back as kind of the potential floor, inconsistent that may as it may be, it's just going to be something that I don't really want to go into every week having. Like, losing Saquon last year caused me so many headaches in terms of just having no idea if I was going to get even 50 points in a week. So uh, I definitely think that having that level running back is just a peace of mind that I think goes a long way. Right, but with the Saquon thing, that's kind of part of my argument is like receivers tend to get tend to get hurt less than running backs cuz they're not getting hit as often. You're talking about taking Saquon second overall and he got hurt week 2. If you took, you know, Devontae Adams, you got hurt but he ended up getting 40 points a week otherwise. So it's like I don't know. I th- I think it's a gamble almost to take one of these stud running backs in the first half of the first round. Just because, like you said, as soon as Saquon went down, your whole season was toast. So, I don't know. I think having depth at the receiver, tight end, quarterback position and, like, these guys that are going to get you 20 points at least a week and then you just try to throw some darts with running backs is definitely a viable strategy. What do you think, Brandon? I think um, it sounds like to me you want me to do some more scoring changes and make running backs score a lot more points. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Let's switch from PPR to standard. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I, so I think more and more teams are trying to do the thunder and lightning that the Browns are doing, where you have Chubb and Hunt, who are both viable options. Um, and I think more and more teams want to do that, uh, which leads itself to potentially uh, what we saw. But like Najee Harris was in the game for 100 snaps. So he eventually <laughs> is going to crush. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's hard, but I, I think there are some, like, I would want at least one. I think maybe going two is a little risky, although it didn't work out for Roach this week. I think it could. Um, but I think having one stud is important, but maybe going for two is just, like, asking too much because you need to have more consistency, which didn't really work out for me. I Three of my four first-round picks were uh, receivers, and they were all terrible, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, and Joel, you know, obviously took three stud running backs, and they didn't do great, but he still won, right? So crushed, yeah. That's terrifying. I don't know. Like I said, small sample size, a lot of overreacting. But I just think it's something to think about, you know, going to future drafts. Like, do you really need to go all in on – like, we, our league is heavy on running backs early. And I'm actually yeah. okay with seeing, like, taking a step back and being like, all right, I'll take Adams and Hopkins. 
and then just risk figure it out like halfway decent running backs later yeah I'll be interested to see how that trends through the rest of the year. I, I, I like you proposing this in our first podcast that's like in season because I kind of want to like track that throughout the entire year. I yeah. think that's super interesting. Can we do like oh, – I wonder if there's a way we can actually – like if we like do kind of a bet or something right now, week one, no. that we can no. like at the end of the season tally some kind of stat, whatever we're betting on and like <laughs> see who wins. I don't know. I don't know what that would even be. but All right. Well, think about what the bet would be and then you can propose it. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm out, but that's interesting. Like maybe uh, the top scoring player outside of quarterback is it a running back or receiver? It's kind of an interesting one. Mm. Like some years it's been McCaffrey or Hill or Gurley, Adams maybe could be in the Kelsey, yeah. obviously uh, Waller. I think is in the running. I don't know. It's an interesting <laughs> question. I uh, I will take that bet because uh, it's definitely going to be a running back. So. I kind of want to put my money on tight end. I think it could be Kelsey or Watson. So. All right, Jeff, you get wide receivers. Oh, it's got to be running back too. There's, there's no way. I have, I have a running back who has consistently had fifty point weeks. So I'm very happy having that and taking that bet. Okay, well, can I do running back? I mean, a receiver slash tight end against you two sure. running back. All right, no. Put it. I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The loser should have to give up their like last round pick next year. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Venmo you ten bucks. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> now just acknowledge me on the last episode of the podcast. Yeah, I'll acknowledge that you were right. <laughs> just validate me. That's all I need. In my, in my <laughs> uh, so while Dustin went with overreactions into week one, Jeff, it sounds like you want us to react less. Is, is that, am I understanding that right? Uh, exactly right. Uh, it's actually a nice segue from our uh, Dustin's point to my point. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say is when that, it's a nice you know, segue, you don't need to point it out. You just segue into it. I actually took a page out of your playbook because you say <laughs> that literally every pod that we do. So. <laughs> Fuck. Now I'm going to have to go true. back and look and see. The Brandon Challoner School <laughs> yeah, podcast. You do. That's a Brandon quote. Is a that's a perfect segue to. That's a good that. segue. <laughs> oh, God damn it! All right, well. Shit. And the reason you say that in general is because you're drawing comparisons to different things, so you want to prepare your audience <laughs> to anticipate comparisons. Good lord! Sorry. Anyways, your great segue. Yeah, my my great segue. Just riding my two wheeler with handles. To uh, into this point, um, to start uh, the sound clip at the beginnings from Anchorman. That's something <laughs> that I'm gonna bring up. Right <laughs> 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 Shit! Now I have to keep all of that stuff in. From before. <laughs> I've been waiting, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> oh God! I'm sweating. <laughs> welcome welcome to my life yes brandon your face is so red right now are you so okay? funny <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i'm dying um all right anyway anyway i'll make this super quick uh week one every year is by far the least fun worst week of the entire year of fantasy football every week after that is awesome week one is a total what? Maybe, maybe my studs will go. I have no idea about any of these risks that I've taken. Week two was so much fun to be like, oh, good. Now I can start Jamar Chase, even though OBJ <laughs> is going to be on the bench again. But nobody panic. Everybody relax. 
If your team sucked, it's not the end of the world. They may still suck. They might not suck. But you don't know. It's all a new game from here. So, fuck week one. I think you're just saying that because two of your players got zero points. I was going to say, it sounds like you lost in week one. Oh, hell yeah, I did. And you know what? I always lose in week one. And you know what? I usually lose in week two, too. But don't worry, guys. There's week three where I'll probably lose, too. <laughs> you had to try so hard to lose this week, Jeff. It's honestly impressive. I know, Jeff. Well, oh, my God. I can't wait for the reveal for what happened. I think everybody can probably put it together. <laughs> Everyone has access to this information. <laughs> All right. I disagree with Jeff. Uh, I am overreacting heavily into week one, so much so that I now grade my team as a C plus, not the A that I gave it mere two weeks ago. Yeah. So, uh, no, don't relax. Uh, Michael Bolton, your team's still terrible. Uh, so panic. <laughs> you should panic. <laughs> Mike's team somehow is even worse now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because of a little guy named Raheem Mostert doing what he does. Oh my best. god. <laughs> As predicted by me. It's, uh, everyone. Everyone knew that was coming. Uh, Mike's number two running back starting this week is James White, who I dropped at the beginning of the season. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Poor Mike. I mean, whatever. Um, so the next bullet point I have in here is about whether or not we should open. The trade block. You guys remember we had a walk around the trade block each week. Sounds like Jeff is, is saying no. No, no. I, I, have, I was adjusting my headphones. I 100% am saying yes. Love the trade block. Okay. You want to open it, though? Open. Yeah, let's take a walk. Take a walk, baby. Let's take a walk around the trade block. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to trade anyone yet. I like, I want to wait and see what's going to happen. I'm definitely in the market for another running back, considering Urban Meyer is still a coach, and Trey Sermon apparently is the worst third round pick ever <laughs> made in the NFL draft. Well, do you hear the rumor? The uh, the Ayuk Sermon rumor? No. They missed curfew and they got punished. Sermon Sermon was a healthy scratch, and Ayuk only got punt return duties. Mm. All right. Well, I like that. <laughs> you're welcome i thought it was because they were terrible <laughs> well there's probably that too <laughs> yeah, i think you'll be okay most are going down is only gonna help it's not gonna hurt you so yeah that's well yeah that's definitely true but i i yeah i mean kyle shanahan just he's the new bill belichick with running backs oh my god and receive and receivers too yeah his offensive schemes are just a nightmare for anyone trying to draft yeah <laughs> No more 49ers for Brandon. Um, all right, so the trade block is open. Picture, while I used a Mr. Rogers voice, you, you should be picturing frat row because we have 12 houses of just disgusting, <laughs> cheap beer filled um, with men everywhere. Uh, and then as they Ooh. get traded, they have to walk. <laughs> they have to walk to the, their, new, uh, their new house, so... Um, that's what I want everyone to visualize as a trade happens. They have to pack their bags and move down the street. Um, Joel, challenge for you. Um, I do want to see some draft pick trades. So you are, are the king of the trade block from last year, and I expect you to uh, continue that. I would love to see that again from Joel. That was so exciting. 
Any pitches? Dustin, you look like you're you're making up some trades in your mind. Or are you just... Oh, yeah. I've, I've been in talks already, actually. I'm wow. Trying to, okay. I'm really trying to ship Logan Thomas. I think tight ends, always shallow position. And he got, I think, like 11 points last week. But I think it's only going to get better. Um, I know Fitzpatrick got hurt, but... This Heineke guy, I mean, you know, he's unproven. He's going to want to dump it off, take an easy throw here and there. And I think Logan Thomas is the guy to catch him. So, Joel, hit me up. Like I said last week, you got running backs. I got tight ends. Let's talk. Jerry Judy got hurt. He needs receivers, maybe. Anyway, that's my pitch. Mm, Joel, if you need receivers, I've got receivers. None of them are great, but. (laughs) I'm in the same boat. I've got a lot of. Okay, not good receivers. Two of them don't play often, but uh, <laughs> maybe that'll change. Play enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, the trade block is open. Uh, that it actually is a feature in Sleeper, so if people want to move things. Um, I think you can actually mark interest in players too. Um, so if you're interested in someone, you yeah. can uh, you can approach them. Well, I've added my 16th round pick in 2024 to the trade block. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, the trade block is open. Uh, I also realized at last second that I did not include our new unsponsored update around beer. It's the beer update. Hey, who wants to play Drink the Beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right, what do I win? Another beer. Oh, I'm going for the high score. Well, actually, Charlie's got the high score. Hey, man, your clock won't flush. Um, both of you are drinking beer, so you should both go first um, at the same time and, and tell me... What are we drinking? I put two Bud Lights into a Stein. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And uh, I've got Milwaukee's finest, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Mm. Yummy. Hipster soup. Hipster soup. Uh, Well, I do not have a cheap beer, but um, there's a brewery right down the street from my apartment uh, called Lamplighter. And I want to shout them out because uh, their beer is phenomenal. Can confirm. I've had Lamplighter, and they are delightful. I've been as well. It's great. They're opening a new beer hall right near the Leechmere Tea Stop. So, uh, Ooh. Where was nice. all this when we were in college, huh? We couldn't afford this in college. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't going to breweries. We were going to Coogan's. Let's be yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, all right. So that's our beer update. All right. Let's breeze through these so we can get to the power rankings. Awards for the week. Tyreek Alik, 100, oh, I didn't update this, 170-ish. Do we know how many points Tyreek Alik Yeah, I changed it below it. It's 168. So I was a bit off. Uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, 168. Deadass last. Buster only fans. Did not break 100. 99 points. Hun- under 100 in week one. That's just horrendously terrible. Um, <laughs> really disappointing after one of us gave him an A uh, during the previous pod for his draft. A minus. Oh, was that Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> really emphasizing the minus this time around, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. 
Um, all right, anyways, uh, quick recap. Tyreek Aleek, 168. Double Stuff Wario's 143. Running things back. It's working for uh, our favorite German compadre. Uh, Babyback Gibson, 155 versus Coitus Martin, 145. Um, I thought Amari Cooper looked phenomenal on Thursday Night Football. Uh, I saw a tweet with the route tree he ran. He's he's awesome. Uh, I drafted him when he was on the Raiders, and he was terrible, and it's scared me off of him ever since, and he's been awesome, like, the last three years, so. I mean, the Cowboys' offense is high-flying. It's a different different world. Yeah, and Dak loves looking his way, so. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Uh, Curds and Cows, 154. The Hipsters, 115. Debo. Uh, Debo is here to stay. Always think about Friday. Great movie. Fucking hope not. But is he though? Because Ayuk didn't play, so I feel like he's not going to stay that. Ayuk is going to pull him down, and they're both going to be mediocre. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah, I don't know. I think Ayuk is going to suck, and Debo is going to be awesome. So, fuck Sorry, you. I think you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Perfect. Moving on. <laughs> nice segue. Nice segue. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Bots Wallers, 154 versus the Washington football team, 120. Uh, Corey Davis, someone was touting him on this pod earlier, and he was awesome as well. Zach Wilson sucked most of the day, but could find Corey Davis. Thank you, thank you. I was the one touting him for the record, so. Yeah, you drafted him. Yeah, exactly. He's literally one of the players I told my dad to seek out during the (laughs) Well, it worked. Uh, at least for week one. Don't overreact, though. The Jets are terrible. And who knows? Corey Davis might just get lit up going over the middle after Zach Wilson overthrows him. Um, highly McCaffeinated, <laughs> 135. Buster OnlyFans, 99. Got a great Lockett game. Can they keep going? Or is next week probably eight points? That's my guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Greendale Human Beings, 116 versus Swab the Anus, 110. I just want to thank you. OBJ uh, for the win. Really appreciate it. Um, I had you last year and you did nothing for me, so I really appreciate you paying me back with a win this week. Thanks, OBJ. Yeah, you want to talk about you want to talk about players go to the trade block. I'll take <laughs> I'll take that 16th round pick, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trade anything for OBJ. I fucking hate him. I think he's been washed up for four years, so you can enjoy that ride. Thanks. You did this to yourself. <laughs> Why did you start him? Like, what was the reasoning? All right. Okay. So you want to hear the story? Yes. All right. All right. So this news broke relatively late because they had the later afternoon game. At that point, my bench, any receiver I could have had was already active. And I could have started Ramador Stevenson, but I'll take zero over negative (laughs) 0.4. That being said, this is that those are the facts. But I was on when the news broke, I was on my way to the headquarters of the Washington football team. Uh, and I wanted to buy a bottle of champagne to ring in the new the new season. So I went to this local little shop and uh, panic bought a $60 bottle of champagne. <laughs> so <laughs> tough day for you. It was a double fuck you to me. <laughs> and then I tweeted, I tweeted, I still didn't know when I tweeted to Brandon. And then he said, you forgot to sit OBJ. And I just was like, yeah, that would, that would happen. That's, of course. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Oh I had God. no idea. 
Because I was like, because you said everything before the 1 p.m. games. You're like, all right, okay. And then, no. No luck. So it wasn't, a, it was only like 90% my fault. Yeah, for sure. It's part of it's OBJ's. Fuck that guy. Thanks, OBJ. All right, now we've made it. Uh, that was a long, long road to get to our power rankings. But uh, here we are. seed in the power rankings it should not surprise any of you because he got a round of a's in our draft it is baby back gibbs season first note and this echoes dustin's earlier point joel's three stud running backs combined for 23 points which i thought all of them were going to score 23 points so the fact that they combined for 23 is crazy, but also slightly terrifying because he still put up 155 points, the second most points of the week, and they only got 23 of them. Um, so is this season over? Should we just call it? <laughs> no, 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 no. One of those three is going to get injured. He's going to trade one for a shitty receiver. It's not going to pan out. We're fine. Don't worry about it. Najee for Logan Thomas, Dustin. Make it happen. I mean, hey, you only got 5.9 points, Joel. Logan Thomas got 11. <laughs> The numbers speak for themselves. <laughs> you almost like, oh, Brandon Cooks isn't going to score 18 points again. But then Aaron Jones had four points something. So it all evens out. It's terrifying. Yeah, but Jerry Judy got hurt. So that's a hit. Um, he's out for half the season or so, probably. Um, but Damian Harris is just going to be sitting on his bench for the foreseeable future. He, I said it last time, I'll say it again. I'm very interested in him if he wants to. To dish someone, I think that's the guy to, to dump. So, you love your red zone fumbles, don't you? Love them. Oh my god, that was a oh my god, hard to watch. Like he had, he was having his like breakout career game, and and then he had to go and literally lose the football game in the last. It's. I don't think that's gonna happen again. But like he was so tired, I really just feel like he was exhausted, and it was like, why are you running him into the ground? I don't know. I was just, I'm so fucking happy that we have a running back. Like, that Belichick actually trusts a running back to be a feature back, like a three-down back. We haven't had that in years, and it's just exciting. Corey Dillon. Exactly, yeah. So it's like Corey <laughs> Dillon and, like, Antoine Smith or whatever. Oh, God. I was going to say, I was pissed as shit that we had the running the clock out playbook in the red zone there. I'd rather just take the points and rely on the defense. Although Tua was carving him on the slants. Anyway, I digress. Um, and then my other question to uh, the Kyler lover on this um, podcast. Uh, is he going to stay healthy? No, definitely not. I th- the way he's uh, moving around in that one game, like he looks incredible, right? But he's fresh. It's week one. He's been healing all season. Mm-hmm. He's rested. I mean, he watching him play, I was like, God damn it. I missed my team last year so much. Like, <laughs> like so much. Him and Camaro are just too fucking fun. But uh I don't think it's gonna last. I think he's gonna he's gonna get hurt sooner rather than later. I think sooner than he did last year. Just the way that they're using him, I don't know. They were lighting up the other team, and he was still like running around like a madman. So imagine when they're behind and he has to do even more. I just I don't know. I think he's gonna take one bad hit, and it's it's gonna be a wreck. What, what do you think? Anyone else? <laughs> any any other thought? No, that was a question for you. I, I, you, you did it right. 
Any other thoughts on a uh, baby back Gibbs season? Uh, I was going to say, Dustin, don't forget Brandon's lagging behind. So if there's if there's some pause, uh, it's he's waiting to react, and I don't give a shit what you're saying. So <laughs> Jeff hasn't paid attention at all and is lost. Oh shit! Am I doing the podcast right now? <laughs> Uh, so no more thoughts on baby back Gibbs season, number one ranked. Trade Jeff Gibson, trade me Murray. Yeah, ooh, wait, yeah, okay, that's a thought that I like. I I corroborate that thought. <laughs> we'll figure out the rest later. <laughs> Who cares about the details? <laughs> um, all right, number two, uh, the Botswallers. Um, Dustin, do you want to give uh, an update on how you're feeling about your team? No, I want you guys to go first. Because you always make me talk about my team first. I wanted, I want the unbiased opinion from you two. Uh, I was shocked to see Devontae Adams um, catch, I think, only four passes last week. Five. He caught more than five passes in every game last year. Uh, so it goes to show how terrible Aaron Rodgers was. I was going to say, did you watch that game? Not <laughs> it really. It wasn't Devontae's fault. I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. he got five, to be honest. <laughs> I, I saw some stat words like if you throw if you intentionally throw the ball in the dirt every play, you get a QBR of like thirty two point nine, and he was lower than that. So. <laughs> uh, should we be worried? Is that did Aaron? Is he just doesn't give a shit about this season? Is it the opposite no. of last year? Hell no! And I'll tell you why. The last team that the Saints beat thirty eight to three won the Super Bowl, so they're gonna be just fine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> And that was midway through the season or whatever. Not It wasn't week one. Yeah. Truly. It was Rodgers like barely had a training camp. He's pissed as shit. Everything's off sync. I think they'll be fine. I don't know. I'm with Dustin. I'm kind of worried that he just doesn't care Ooh. and he's going to play like garbage until they trade him. Do you think he's calling plays in the huddle like Jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> what is Crossroads? <laughs> No, really, what is it? <laughs> no, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> no one's getting the answers right, and he's like, fine, I'm not telling you to play. Figure it out. <laughs> just, just run, you'll see what happens. Aaron, it was a handoff, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Darren Waller, too, my God. I watched most of that game because I was terrified that I was going to lose, and he was insane. Like, Derek Carr just didn't look at anyone else. Do you see that Gruden quote, Dustin? No. Where he was like, Darren Wall is the greatest athlete I've ever coached. <laughs> I mean, truly. <laughs> so I, I found this. I looked at the stat. First of all, he had 19. 19 targets in that game. <laughs> and so I was curious. I just looked up how many targets he's gotten like the end of last season. He has at least 10 or more targets in five of the last six games, which I think is like... Jesus. Like, that's like Brandon Marshall numbers back when he was, like, a premier elite <laughs> receiver. Like, I, I'm just so excited. I already ordered my Waller t-shirt in the mail. Aww. I, I ordered it after the first play of that game because they, like, the very first snap, uh, Derek Carr just hiked it and immediately threw it to Waller. And was, I was like, all right. Like, it's going to be that year for sure that Waller just gets 20 targets a week. So I'm all in. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um He'll definitely be on your team again next year. Would probably be my guess. Probably for the maximum, whatever that is, three years or whatever. Yeah. So, well, next year will be the last year you can keep him. But yeah. What? This is literally the first year. Oh my god! I can't wait to it's poach the, him that's from you. Three years. It'll be so beautiful. This is the first year I've kept him. No, but you get to keep a player for three years, like total. 
So you had him last year, you have him this year, and you can keep him next what? year. What? You're counting the year before you... Your <laughs> yes! Team. I thought it was three years as a... That's fucked no. up. Oh. All right, whatever. I'm reaching for him in the first round. I'm going to follow my uh, <laughs> my overreaction about drafting a tight end instead of a stud running back. I'm just going to take Waller in the fourth pick. I don't give a shit. <laughs> One overall, man. Let's yeah, go. with 19 <laughs> targets, why wouldn't you? Jesus. <laughs> Anything else about my team that you guys think? I mean, we've talked about running backs. You have to feel good about Henderson and Hunt. I mean, Sony Michelle didn't even get on the field. Yeah. And the Browns don't have an offense beyond their running backs. Yeah, especially if OBJ just decides not to play the last minute every week. Will you stop fucking talking about OBJ? <laughs> I swear to God. You see your fucking little smirk as you're like, oh, well, time to talk about OBJ. <laughs> Fine. Uh, last player I guess we haven't talked about, Lamar Jackson. Are you guys worried or like worried for me um, after that performance? Are we... <laughs> What well, worried for you? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he'll be good? Yeah, I don't. I think that was a fluke game. Again, week one, man. It's a weird Bermuda Triangle of shit. So I would not be worried about it. Okay. If you're not worried, then I'm not worried. They don't have good running backs, so he's going to run more. I don't. I would be worried. They have a good running back. It's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. He's going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing as Kyler Murray. Like, he looks yeah. great now, but how long can he carry the team on his back before something goes horribly wrong? Don't worry, man. You got Trevor Lawrence in the wings. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great about that. Urban Meyer! <laughs> yeah, maybe by the time Lamar Jackson gets hurt, Urban Meyer will already be fired. Fired? Please, God. No, he, I think uh, Lamar had the seventh most rushing yards of any player last week. Really? Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, he probably had more rushing yards than pass yards. Like, it's like how he works. So. Yeah. Um, all right, number three, I have in here as curds and cows uh, are the other big winner. We've already talked about whether or not Debo is real. I think he is. The two others do not. They're obviously wrong. Were we collectively like that analysis wrong about DeAndre Swift because he looked pretty good? If he stays healthy, probably. I mean. Where else is that offense going to go? Yeah, I mean, they. I think their receivers are so fucking terrible that they're throwing it to Hawkinson and they're throwing it to the running backs. Jamal Williams, by the way, who is backing him up, he also had <laughs> eight eight catches for 56 yards. So, like, Holy and shit. I think Swift had the same. So, between the two of them, that's 16 of the pass, completed passes went to the running backs. So, like, if that's how they're going to run that offense, yeah, Swift is a great a great. Well, Jared Goff, who cannot throw downfield, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And no one's there to catch any balls, so like who do they can you guys name a receiver? Amon Ross St. Brown, put some respect <laughs> on his name. <laughs> do you still have him on your bench? <laughs> you fucking know I have I'm wait I'm waiting for him to explode. It's gonna be great. <laughs> explode for a five point outing. Oh my god, Jeff! It also just looks like you're in bed right now. It looks like you're lying down. I literally, I literally am. <laughs> it's so hot in here. I'm pouring sweat. <laughs> we want the sweat rag. We want the sweat rag. I left it in the other room with the bad internet. <laughs> I planned poorly. Why can't you have both? <laughs> Life doesn't let you have nice things. So. That's what OBJ said. Ah!
Jesus. Anything else for curds and cows? Yeah, Jalen Hurts. I love him. I think he looks great. I think that was a. I I was I was a little concerned about that as his keeper, but I I think it's going to pay off. I think he looked awesome. Uh, it's the Falcons. Yeah, I know, but I just think the way that he plays is exactly the kind of QB you want in this in this world that we live in. He runs a lot. I think Brandon has a good point. You need to see some consistency from that Eagles offense before. But you're right. Looking good so far. Very promising. And the Eagles do have better receivers than the Ravens. So That's true. And the Lions. And final thing, uh, you guys worried about Zeke, or was that a fluke? No, that was – I mean, that, that run defense is one of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like they, they game plan specifically that Zeke was not going to get much work. Yeah. So I'm not, I mean, Dak threw, what, like 58 times? I, I think it's fine. I agree. So Kevin, Kevin, don't drop him. I know you're thinking about it. Kevin, do it. Do it. Wait, do what? It. Yeah, please drop him. <laughs> drop him <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Number four, Tyreek Aleek. Tyreek was our highest scorer this week with 40 points. Kind of a low week, I, I think. We've seen higher from uh, the highest scorer. Only one person broke 40, which I think is pretty surprising. Yeah. Gronk had 29 points. Do you yeah. know the last time Gronk scored 20 points? Had to have been last year, right? No, I would say 20, 2018. Chuck? Why would you ask us a trivia question if you don't know the answer? <laughs> yeah, Brandon, you well, fucking I was suck. waiting for Jeff. I said 2018. No, I said 20. No, it was 2019. Jesus. I thought he was retired that year. No, was he retired? No, he was. He was retired. Oh, you're right. 20. Yeah, it was oh 2018. My, my bad. I'm you cutting. suck so no, much. This is all getting cut. It's <laughs> <laughs> all getting cut. This was, none of this was Keep interesting. It. Everything was incorrect. Let our commissioner wallow in shame. <laughs> it wasn't shameful. I was waiting for you to answer. It was week 14 of 2018 against the New Orleans Saints. He had eight catches for 107 yards and a touchdown. Well, Dan had by far the best game that Gronk's going to have all year at his bus- yeah. at his disposal. So I agree. <laughs> enjoy that. I think Dan should try to trade Gronk on a high. You know, try to no. milk milk him for something better. No, Dan okay. will not trade him. No, definitely Dan don't will, do that. Dan. This will this will never happen. Yeah, the only person who would trade for Gronk is Dan. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's just him high fiving. <laughs> You'll trade Waller before he trades Gronk. Yeah. Now that I know I only have one year left with him, I don't know. I have to cut ties early. <laughs> Anything else for Dan? Um, Devontae Smith, pretty pretty solid. I don't know. I guess yeah. the Eagles in general overproduced, huh? Overachieved our expectations. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I think Devontae is still going to be a stud. Yeah. But I think, like, like Jalen Rieger on my bench had 17. That's not going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Devon, did you know Devontae Smith won the Heisman last year? I did not remember yeah. that. Yeah, we, we've talked about it on this podcast, I think. You dingus. Whatever. Um, and then Josh Allen did not have a good game. Uh, are we concerned? No. Once again, no. Pittsburgh defense, just is that good? Yeah. First first week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. Tyler Bass, eleven points. Greatest kicker in the NFL. Move on. <laughs> <laughs>
It was a low kicker week, I feel like. Do we know what the best kicker got? I don't even remember. Wasn't Greg Zerline? <sighs> <laughs> he still ended up with like nine or something, right? He actually, yeah. He kicked so many that it worked out. <laughs> there was that stretch of like three minutes of that game where he biffed an extra point and two field goals. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and one of the field goals was like shorter than an extra point. <laughs> the best kicker was, uh, it was Robbie Gould. Yeah, Robbie it? Gould. 14. It's no longer a kicker's league. It's a defense league. Um, all right. Number five. Number five is our first losing team. Uh, and Ooh. Coitus Martin kept the name. Kind of shocking, uh, considering he got last for the fourth year out of seven. But here we are. Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb looked phenomenal. I think Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. Um, and if he, oh yeah, if he, if we were doing a standard league, he would be like a top three pick, top four pick. And I, I kept on downing this last year, which is why I didn't keep Kareem. But I didn't think it was sustainable to give them both to feed them both. But last week proved me wrong. Yeah. I dropped Baker because I just don't think he's going to throw it at all, and it's just going to be running. It's a throw to the other team. Exactly. <laughs> My question is: He kept uh, Joe Burrow, but started Tannehill, and Joe Burrow did better than Tannehill. And why do we think he did that? Matchups, or are you just not confident in his keeper? I think it was matchup. They had a uh, they had actually a really favorable matchup against Arizona, so it's pretty weird that Tennessee imploded like they did. Yeah, but. Burrow was playing against Minnesota, who I think in the last few years, their defense has been pretty trash. So I don't know. I just feel like go with the guy that you kept. That's just me. Maybe Burrow coming off injury was making him skittish. But then why keep him? I feel, yeah. I feel like we'll see Burrow in the lineup next week, right? Yeah. Is he in there now? No, he's not yet. I don't think. No, he is. He put him in. Oh, he is? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at week one. Fuck. So we got the Mixon-Burrow combo coming next week. Excited to see how that plays out. Bengals! I think Mixon is going to be great this year. I really do. I, I liked what I saw. Finally. I think so. If he stays healthy, I think I do too. great. Uh, with Gio, Bernard gone. They don't, like, have it. they don't have the lightning, so it's just the thunder of True. Um, but, yeah, so I, the other thing I like is that his two receivers, Godwin and Lamb, are like, like the slot guys on the teams. Which, in a PPR league, is actually pretty great. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to get exactly what they got, like 20 points a week, week in and week out. Yep. And that's kind of fun. I don't know. It's not like the most exciting combo, but you got to be confident every week. Uh, Jeff, let's hear your thoughts on Big Dairy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Has the fun. dairy expired? No, look, guys, we saw this was a, this was a Green Bay team that sucked across the board. As dairy sucks, everyone sucks. So he's going to be fine. Things are going to come back. He'll get you your solid four to five point floor. (laughs) But honestly, I think as we kind of talked about, things are really up in the air in Green Bay. So unless it's a stud Green Bay Packer, I would be a little a little skittish. The milk has spoiled. (laughs) The cheese has curded. Uh, All right. Halfway through the list, uh, we have four winning teams, one losing team. I feel like I had another point on Coitus, but I can't remember what it was, and I didn't write it down, so we'll move on to number six. Highly <laughs> McCaffeinated. I just want to say, after missing him all of last year, uh, it's nice to have Christian McCaffrey back playing football because he is awesome at football. Um, mm-hmm. It's 
so much fun watching him play. I can't. I just would love to have the day where he's on my team. He's just ugh, incredible. Yep. Um, I I do want to turn the second point back to me because I'm the host. Um, should I have kept T.J. Hawkinson all summer? I was like Jaguar James. I hate tight ends. And then I kept hearing more about how terrible Urban Meyer was. And I was like, oh, maybe it's a good thing that I'm going to keep Hawkinson. I don't have to worry about Urban Meyer. And then with the Etienne stuff, um, I was like, oh, I got to do it. But I, I just feel like fantasy sometimes stabs you in the heart when you're like, this guy was awesome for me last year. I want to keep him. And then he's terrible. And you're like, well, obviously, he was. there were warning signs everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little worried because it does look like Hawkinson is the only person on that team that can catch a pass and they're going to be losing a lot. Yeah, I think uh, I still think Jaguar James at the time, the value was so high for where you were getting him that I still think you made the right call. The Lions are going to lose so much that maybe he doesn't catch anything. So uh, I, I I still think you made the right choice. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I think you made the wrong choice, but I think at the time it was the right choice because it was an eighth round you're giving up, right, for yeah. James Robinson, which is – and didn't you would have had to give up something earlier for Hawkinson, right? Or no, no still eight? It was an eighth round, yep. Yeah. Mm. Well, either way, there was a lot of hype around Hawkinson, but we hadn't seen it really yet. Um, so I think it was more of a gamble than James Robinson was, and unfortunately uh, it was the right gamble to make, in my opinion. But For you, now. You would have known. For now. Week one. Hey, for now. Overreaction. <laughs> I mean, Nick has to be pumped. Because I, I honestly thought he was going to take Mark Andrews. I thought Mark Andrews was going to be better than Hawkinson. Um, so I thought I was going to get Hawkinson in the fifth. And then he made the right call. Yeah. I I don't know. I've never liked Mark Andrews. I, don't think, he's, I, I think he's way overrated. I, I got him the fifth last year. He fucked me in the ass. So I'm with Dustin on that one. And I think Brandon did pretty much the same thing this year. So. <laughs> Enjoy that ass-fucking, Brandon. He usually does, in my experience. Yeah, look at him. Look at his stupid little smile. He loves getting fucked. I think he's frozen. That's his smile is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just keep talking shit about him. He can't say anything back. Compliment his ass-fucking skills? His ass-fucking receiving? My back? Sort of. You're, you're getting there, bit by bit. This laptop, such garbage. Uh, did I miss any other thoughts about Highland and Caffeinated? Uh, we talked yeah, about we, you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Dustin. Yeah, well, I think we can say it at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one. We talked about uh, uh, you getting, getting ass fucked. fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Dustin went with fucked in the ass and Jeff just went with ass fucked. This is the diversity <laughs> that we bring to, to the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> well, I think she's tuned us out at this point. Like, this is yeah, like for sure. An hour in. Did we really talk about anyone else? Like, do you want to talk about Sutton and how he had one catch? I think Sutton's turning around. Sutton's, Sutton's going to be a rising star. Yeah, with Judy gone, who's going to catch? Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had him last year, Brennan, right? Tim Patrick? I did. Tim Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> never trust a man with two first names michael thomas yeah there you go Good example of that <laughs> antonio brown no just kidding <laughs> do you guys think terry mclaurin is gonna take a huge hit without uh fitzpatrick no i don't think so 
McLaurin, doesn't he run shorter routes? Like, I don't think, yeah, so I think he'll be fine. Yeah. I think Gibson and McLaurin are going to see boosts with this now. But not Logan Thomas. No. Not Logan Thomas. Joel, not Logan Thomas. <laughs> Trade me your running backs, Joel, not Dustin. <laughs> I'll give you Mark Andrews. We're going to have to get Joel on this podcast so he can uh, actually give us feedback on <laughs> on our trade ideas. <laughs> I want Joel to go through and talk about all the trades that were proposed to him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that cool. He's probably been a busy man. Yeah. All right, so number seven uh, is the Washington football team. Uh, I had forgotten this, but I was looking at uh, recaps from last year uh, to try and remember how I like formatted them. And there was another game where Aaron Rodgers got one point. Do you guys remember that? What? No. Yeah, Michael Bolton had started. I think it was. You know, yeah, I think he started him that week, and he had one point. <laughs> I do remember that. It was like the one week he started him instead of Russell Wilson. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what that asshole gets for getting two quarterbacks back to back. So it has happened before. I don't think it'll happen very often. But I'm glad it happened against me. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, he scored 1.8 points against Tampa Bay last year. Oh, shit. That's what it was. One point, and Sean still scored 120. Or the Washington football team, excuse me, scored 120. So I think, for the most part, you're okay there. Um, and I'm really happy for for uh, the, the football team that they have all three Texan running backs. I really wanted to make sure that... <laughs> That he got Mark Ingram. So they have the whole backfield. I also like that he made the wrong choice last week of which of those terrible running backs to start. <laughs> Holy shit. What? Like. Just an absolute crapshoot. Just, well, <laughs> flip a coin. Did anyone have their money on Mark Ingram being a lead back this week? I, didn't, I sure didn't. <laughs> I was going to say the best part is I think he, he averaged like 3.1 yards per carry. Those are stud numbers right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like I really, I, <laughs> I feel like John or Sean is the antithesis to my point I made at the beginning about like not drafting good running backs until later. Yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like it's working fine for me after one week, but for Sean, it's completely like imploding his team, <laughs> having three Texans and two Jets or whatever. Yeah, but Chase Edmonds was good. Yeah. I mean, that's what, but that's what I mean. Like, that's the kind of running back I'm saying you should be drafting as as your one of your two, right? It's like a PPR guy that you can get in the fifth or sixth round, uh, but not <laughs> Philip Lindsay, who should probably be on the waiver wire. <laughs> well, I mean, I think what I said in draft week, uh, the draft pod was like, when you do that, you need to have variety, not just pick a team and draft every one of their running backs and then hope. Like, it's just yeah, cycle through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought Michael Carter was going to be a lot better than he was. Uh, time may still tell. I don't Jets. know. The I will say Sean's receiver log jam is going to get even worse with Waddle being a stud. So <laughs> Sean should Sean should be moving to the old trading block. Make some moves. Yeah. yeah he's got to do something pretty quick. I think <laughs> things would get dicey real fast. Rashad Penny is fucking horrible and yeah. now he's hurt or something. he's hurt yeah <laughs> it's it's time to just clean house on the the running back committee he's got and start fresh yeah i feel like 
Sean is like a, a he's like a injury away from his team just being in big trouble. Dustin, you should be encouraging him not to trade because uh, people with running backs are going to be much more enticed with a Calvin Ridley or a, or a Waddle as opposed to Logan Thomas. Listen, listen. <laughs> I didn't listen. say none of my receivers were avail or not available. Right? Ooh. If you want to come for Hopkins and you got someone like a first-round running back, we can talk. Wow. Just saying. Logan Thomas is an easy one, but I wouldn't be opposed to trading like Hopkins for like a number one running back. Just saying. Would you, would you do Hopkins for Najee Harris? I don't know. It's tough after the – I mean, I don't want to like say too much because I don't know. Yeah, I would consider that. I just think it's like <laughs> – now is the time, right? Because he had such a shitty week, buy low kind of situation. Maybe. True, true. What about Logan Thomas and a fifth round pick for Aaron Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, I'm not trading any picks <laughs> in week two of the season. Go all in. I'm coming for that 16th round pick, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> 2024, big year. <laughs> Um, all right, so number eight, we've got the Double Stuff Warios. I put the Double Stuff Warios at number eight just because I really don't think he, this team will ever score 140 points again, um, and I really want to reward that. <laughs> the RB2 situation on this team is just not good. Some would say bad. I think that's, a, that's an understatement. Yeah. That might be your biggest understatement <laughs> that you've uttered on this pod. You know what? Latavius Murray had a touchdown, so maybe <laughs> maybe there's a light at the end of that tunnel. <laughs> I mean, at least he has Dalvin Cook. I still think he's in a better position than Sean at this point with running backs just because he's got Dalvin, who will probably outscore whatever two running backs Sean trots out. Yeah, but Sean has good receivers, not Kenny Galladay and Baby, Baby Shark. Oh my God, fuck him. Fuck him forever. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Will Fuller's coming back. That's true. Thielen looks Thielen looks great. Galladay, I'm not completely convinced he's going to have a terrible year, but it doesn't look great, so we'll see. I wouldn't give up hope. Yeah, no, Will Fuller, I think, is going to be good. Uh, Will Fuller is a really good receiver. I think he's underrated. Until he gets injured. Yeah, yeah. or has more PED problems to stop himself from getting <laughs> injured. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was very nervous about Galladay. Uh, just anyone in that Giants offense, it's not going to be pretty. Danny Dimes does not look good at all. D- Danny Dimes is not throwing dimes. <laughs> we got we got Danny Pennies over here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's definitely never been said before. No, not at all. That's not a Shannon Sharp like comment. I feel like. <laughs> I, I, I will say I, I might need to eat crow on Adam Thielen. He looked really good. I, just having two Vikings is uh, – it feels sad. It feels sadder than having two Bengals. <laughs> what? <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. I'd much rather have two Vikings. I I just feel like the Bengals' defense is going to be terrible, but their offense looked fun, and the Vikings just looked sad. No, the Vikings offense is good. They air it out a lot too. Kirk Cousins, it's garbage time city. The fourth quarter on the Vikings, you want every player on that offense, trust me. What are they going to do when he gets, when Kirk Cousins gets COVID? (laughs) (laughs) Thielen is going to see nothing. 
Yeah, Mike's gonna need two two COVID spots, not one. Cooking the one. All right, so that was number eight, Double Stuff Oreos. Number nine, uh, winning team here, but number nine in, in our hearts, uh, the Greendale Human Beings. Um, before uh, we, we break down my team, I wanted to ask y'all. My plan was to update my picture each week to match the person I'm going against. So last week against uh, Swab the Anus, I had the uh, E Pluribus Anus flag. Uh. What do you think I should do for, for Tim? Which character best matches Tim's personality from Community? Oh, some some Abed iteration. Mm. I was gonna do Annie's boobs when I played Nick. Like her wearing the the Santa girl. No, the the monkey. No. Oh, the actual. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I wanted to see. Allison Bree's titties. I'll save that for you when I play you to try and distract you. <laughs> no, be... no, no. No, we've had this talk. I'm a Gillian Jacobs fan. So. Oh, that's right. That's true. Oh, man. You better pay up. Give me some Brita or die. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll do that. Try and distract you and have my team win. I was trying to think for, for Tim. I think Tim is more of a uh, a Troy, not an Abed. Well, I was even like trying to think of like a random character too. Like, should I go Starburns or do I save that for? <laughs> 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 I, I don't know what that was doing, Tim, but I like that idea. <laughs> I, I, I got to go back through this show. All these references are <laughs> skying overhead. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. That's 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 on me. Yeah, it really is. It's a great show. Do you want to talk about the level of panic you should have for your Oh, team? my God. So much <laughs> panic. Um, Full-blown panic about T. Higgins, about Robbie Anderson. We've already talked about Jaguar James uh, and Mark Andrews. Um, so T. Higgins, we'll start there. Uh, four, four targets. He had to be carted off the field in the third quarter because he was dehydrated. Like, why are you not hydrating? Where was the uh, staying in shape in the offseason? Robbie Anderson had one catch for 50 yards. I do not want OBJ 2.0. Where it's, I guess, the poor man's version of Tyler Lockett, whatever that may be. And yeah, Urban Meyer just needs to go. I can't stand him. And Mark Andrews signs as a big, big contract and he's not going to do anything. Like all year. I can just tell. It's going to be a shitty year for him. Yep. I agree with that. Yep. I agree with all of your points. Let's move on. <laughs> no. Um, first of all, I, I have to commend you though, Brandon. I, I was shocked you benched Allen Robinson. I mean, that's like, what, your second, third round pick? Second, yeah. maybe? You benched him, which ended up working out. You got 9.5. That's less than all three of your other receivers. So good for you for, like, I don't know, seeing that coming. Jalen Ramsey's a really good cornerback. I just didn't want anything to do with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, you made the right call there. But what I will say about that is he got 11 targets, Robinson did. So, you know, once you get him back in your lineup, you can take out Anderson – if you I worry did. about him, yeah, and then I think he'll be okay. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about Higgins. I think he'll be fine. He still got a touchdown and caught most of his passes. I'm a little more worried about Robert Woods, to be honest. I think I I was shocked that he didn't get much work, and that Stafford me. loved Cooper Cup. Yeah. yeah, looking his way so much, so much. I said it after the draft pod. I think you went too high on Robert Woods, and I still think that. Yeah, I mean, the big decision I was making was Robert Woods or CeeDee Lamb, and I definitely made the wrong Ugh. decision. You butthole. That was a tough, tough, like, area, right? You had all these yeah. receivers that 
you know, who knew who was going to be the one, but... Yeah. I'm not worried about Robert Woods. I think Cooper Cup, he always gets hurt for a couple of weeks in the middle of the season, and Woods never does. Knock on the plywood that the, is this desk. Knock on Woods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that'll be his nickname this Jeff, year. Jeff, you're on a roll tonight. Uh, but honestly, dude, don't worry about T. Higgins. He's going to be fine. Uh, him and Chase have leapfrogged Boyd uh, in terms of where Burrow is looking. So I wouldn't worry about that. Um, and Robbie Anderson's one catch was for a touchdown. I think you forgot to mention that. So if you can get like, you know, a couple catches, touchdown out of him, like. Yeah, but Sam Darnold sucks. Well, you should have thought about that before you drafted him. Well, it was the seventh round. Like, I'm, I'm really not upset at where I took him, but I just thought he would. I thought they had a connection because of the Jets thing and. DJ Moore had like 10 catches. Which is so annoying because DJ Moore, it, he's he's like the most annoying fantasy player. He's so consistently bad until it's inconvenient for you. <laughs> and then he's really good. I don't know. I am in full-blown panic. Kamara got 20 carries, which is probably more than he got in any game last season. Yeah. So that's good to see that he's actually so wild. Might be a, yeah. a really good second pick. Oh, he that. is. I'm not worried about him, but I am only project. I'm like projected to lose to Tim pretty handedly. So your bench is in rough shape, my man. <laughs> well, got- I didn't even talk about Trey Sermon. Yeah. You got three players <laughs> that got zero points on your bench. Uh, one of them, Went to IR. Another one might not play. Trey Sermon, you can take the floor on that, Brandon. I Yeah, I mean, it's the <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, like, uh, whatever. I just don't get it. Why are you going to draft a third, someone in the third round and then just not have them on the team? And, and now they picked up, like, another running back that I think the Ravens dropped. And it was like, uh, great, great. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then people hunted him down on, the, uh, on waivers. And I was like, why? You're yeah. just gonna run into the same fucking problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is nothing. This is nothing new. Yeah, uh, and I'm also not worried about Callaway. I think the isn't Jair Alexander the Packers corner. I think he was on. Yeah, no, Callaway's gonna be fine. That kid is a bona fide stud. Jameis, yeah, Jameis threw for five touchdowns in a hundred and like twenty yards. So I, it was a weird game. So. I don't uh, – Jameis is king. That's not a weird stat line for him. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Exactly. So – but like next – yeah, whatever. I'm not worried about that. I am worried about Mark Andrews. I think he's going to be trash. And I am a little worried about Robbie Anderson because uh, Sam Darnold sucks. And Jaguar James because his coach is a moron and somehow thinks Carlos Hyde is going to come back into being relevant. <laughs> infuriating. Anyways, uh, number 10 – the hipsters, Saquon looks like garbage. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. And unless there was any positivity about that offense besides him, he's not going to be good. I agree. I thought it was a risky pick at number four. I wouldn't have taken him in the first round, and it looked he looked terrible. I don't think it's going to get any better. <laughs> <laughs> that offense is so bad. The Giants are so yeah. bad. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Anyone on that team, never mind Saquon with a fourth overall pick. I'm running back their defense this week. Oh, sweet. Running back the defense. Crush it. Crush it. Maybe some of that is Saquon coming back from injury, uh, but I don't think enough of it to warrant where he was drafted. Yeah, way too risky. Um, I will 
ask both of you to eat crow, though, because I was right. David Montgomery is pretty good. He's a pretty good running back. I think you mean David Montgomery had one good game. Uh, but he had six good games to end the year, which is why I said he was a good a good uh, running back, and both of you laughed. So. No, I... To be fair, I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's very talented or an athlete, and I think the Bears just give him the ball a shit ton every week, and they're gonna that's a bound to turn into numbers, and he's gonna sneak into the end zone once or twice. So fair yeah, point. Ni- Nineteen points. That's that's pretty right. That's a lot of points. It's more than all of the running backs that you listed at the start of this pod two hours exactly. ago. Exactly supports my point. Take David Montgomery in the third round, and don't take Zeke and at the fifth pick. Recency bias. I disagree. I agree. I'm ready to fight. Throw some hands. The bet we should have made is how many running backs that were picked in the third round or later will outperform the first two rounds of backs. I think well, that's hard to you track. You come up with a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> you, tra- you track those stats and get back to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to keep it to myself for next year's draft. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll know right away. And it'll all amount to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'll get last place and it won't even um, Oh, yeah, sorry. I do have a thought on Justin Jefferson. I think uh, he. I watched him get robbed of a touchdown because of some bullshit. Like, he, like, did you see that? He, he got a huge no. touchdown catch where he dove and, like, landed in the end zone, but they called his knee down a yard short. Oh, and fuck. they showed the replay, and he clearly did not have his knee down when he crossed the line. They actually reviewed it, and they they backed him up even further than they originally called it, rather than giving wow, him the touchdown. Wow, that's fucked up. And I was sitting there like, Damn. what the fuck? Like, that's, they literally robbed him. So anyway, I think his stat line should have been another at least another six points. So I, I wouldn't be worried about Jefferson. I think he's much better days are ahead. Juju success. Yeah, I do think I think uh, I'm super high on JJ, but I think Juju and DJ Moore are definitely going to be problems in a starting lineup. Very soon. I don't think so. And I mean bad problems, not good problems. I think DJ Moore is going to be fine. I think Sam Darnold is a shitty quarterback and is going to check down. And Robbie Anderson is going to run vertical routes and never get the ball. Juju does not not, not good. Juju's not good. No. Juju sucks. Yeah. We can agree on that. Also, we have another situation where his bench is fucking terrible. Um, so that's going to be an issue real quick. If any of his starters oh. get hurt, they're already not that great. I think Jose might have one of the worst years he's ever had. No, he got last place one year, so not as bad as that, but pretty close. I was going to say, Javante Williams, I think, is going to be fine for the Broncos. Um, Curtis Samuel will come back at some point. He's playing with two defenses now. I like that. I'm all in on that. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Ruggs isn't totally ass. I I said totally. I think Brian Edwards is going to outperform him this year. I will say I don't understand why you would want Saquon's backup when Saquon's not even doing well. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> Devontae Booker doing anything. But Is he is he trying to do, like, a like a handcuff-type situation? Yeah. Like, it's just, ugh, I don't know. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I think your point is perfect. If Saquon goes down, you're not going to be like, oh, good, next man up in that offense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't have Jaguar James's backup, Carlos Hyde. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I don't have Carlos Hyde, the starter, um, <laughs> because Carlos Hyde sucks. Oh, my God. And if Jaguar James get hurt, then it's like, all right, I have to find some other. Oh, my God. Do you guys have any last points on his team? Because if you don't, I would like to take the floor. Uh, in a 
very nice segue. I cannot believe that you, well, this is probably just Brandon, uh, that you ranked him higher than me. That's fucking bananas. Yeah, that's fair. I kind of agree. I think Jeff's team has more depth than Jose's. You're right. All right. Yeah, I'm actually so much higher on my team after week one than I was, you guys recall, we were all there. I was pretty down, but I'm feeling a lot better. Feeling all, even though I drafted OBJ, I'm just gonna beat you guys to the punch there. I'm feeling I'm feeling a, a little more optimistic. I already I already told my story about what happened with OBJ. That sucks, and having him on my team is very much gonna be a liability. But I've got some options for once, for fucking once. Uh, I'm pretty. Hold on, let me pull up my team because I forget who I have. Keenan Allen's awesome. Uh, Keenan, yes, tremendous. I don't think Derrick Henry is going to suck that much again. Nope. I've seen like his his trend in the past few years is his first game is never good. So I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, as you said, I love having Keenan Allen. I, I mentioned before before we drafted, I was really really high on him. Loved getting him in the second, and Herbert was just gunning his way. And he's got a super favorable matchup this week. Oh, Dallas. Oh, he yeah. is Dallas oh, this week. That's, that's going to be a laser show both ways. Yeah. That's going to be a fun game. Thank God. Pitts definitely was not up to par, but again, we don't really know what par is with him yet. I think he's going to have some better games. Probably not the consistency I was hoping, but that's just what you get when you buy into the Atlanta offense, as Roach knows. I think the only real, I mean, obviously there's like everyone, it's not like we're talking like a Joel or a Dustin team here. Like everything is still kind of like, B tier of okayness, but I think the only real big question marks are Ayuk and OBJ. Keeping Ayuk in hindsight may have been a mistake, but we just don't know. We'll see. I'm not really going to take any stock in that until the next couple weeks, and we'll see what his usage looks like when he's over this hamstring injury or whatever it is. But I think I should have been, I think, uh, number one, I think, Brandon, you graded yourself way too low because you are a masochist. Um, but I think, I think I should, I should have been a, I should have been a single digit team this week. That's what I'm going to say. I do. Jeff, I think, I think you're better than Jose's team. I think you're better than Mike's team. I think you're better than Sean's team. So whatever that adds up to, that's where I have you. All right. So I will say the only reason I ranked Mike this high is because I think it's the only week he's not going to be in last. And I wanted to give him some solace, which is fair, which is fair. He put up 140 points and like, I want to reward the fact that uh, it's wrong. But I think you're right. Your team is better than 11th. All right. You're right. I accept responsibility there. Because I think I think Ayuk, I just got to get this out of the way. I think he's going to be fine. I don't. I wouldn't be too yeah. I, I really think yeah. Kyle Shanahan is just a wizard that we don't can't begin to comprehend what goes on in his head. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just, you know, it sucks having anyone on the 49ers offense, I think, just because... The injuries won, and then Shanahan's mysterious ways. But I just, based on last year, I just got too much talent. I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. OBJ, I'm not as enthused about. I think he's going to suck. So you might just be going with a Keenan Allen, IU, Chase trio, which. Not bad. You know, there's a lot of upside. A lot of upside there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're in good shape. I think there is. And then Pitts, who knows? I think that's the big question mark for me. It's like, mm, mm-hmm. if he ends up being great, then I really like your starting lineup. If he sucks, you have Johnny Smith, who is going to probably get you like 10 points a week, which isn't the worst. So. 
I think that's fair. I will say I saw a stat that said the Titans offense only ran like 15% play action after running 40% last year. So I don't know. They lost their offensive coordinator in the offseason. But like, why would you get away from play action when you have Derek Henry as your running back? I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah, because I paid attention to that too, and it fucking blows my mind. I guess the new guy they have, I forget his name, but apparently has a reputation of just completely derailing offenses, which is great. <laughs> That's what? Wonderful. Oh, no. I think it was mostly game script. They were behind most of the game, um, so you're not going to be running if you're behind that much, and so the play action is not going to fake anyone if they're not expecting it. So I think if the Titans can not shit the bed in the first half every week, then Henry will have much better numbers. And Hunt, Henry's always better in the cold. So once it starts getting yes. cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. You should have been higher. I'm sorry, Jeff. So, Jeff, you need to just stop making stupid decisions like you did last week for the first half <laughs> of the year. And then if you can just stay in the running, then Henry will take you the rest of the way. To the yeah, that. honestly. This is my one weakness that you guys forget is I suck at fantasy football. <laughs> so it's- You won a championship. I know. How does that make you feel, Brandon? Uh, uh, awful. <laughs> Just awful. I, I mean, honestly, no, I love it. It makes me laugh so much. <laughs> I'll never forget the message you sent when I won. You were just so despondent. <laughs> <laughs> what was the message? It was just like, guys, Hades Anus won a championship. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. We let this happen. It really happened. We did this to ourselves. Uh, that leads us to the 12th and final slot in our power rankings. Uh, Buster only fans uh, who did not break 100 points in week one. Just a horrendous showing when you have literally anyone you can choose from from your team usually. Uh, just a general question. Do we think wide receivers just hate him? Because last <laughs> year he drafted a bunch of wide receivers and they were terrible. His wide receivers last week were terrible. Thoughts? I think Tim's going to be just fine. I don't think he deserves to be on the bottom. I think Tim should be like at like number seven on the power ranking still. Wow. Like, yeah, he just, everyone had a bad week. I don't know. Chalk it up to that. I think Antonio Brown, he obviously should have started instead of Julio, it turns out, which I know he was talking about doing. I guess Julio being on a new team in Tennessee, just overall sucking this week, uh, caused him to get only five. But I think Tim's team is really good still. I'm not worried at all. Yeah, I think, um, I guess Dallas has this rookie corner, like a second-year corner, who's as big as Mike Evans, and they stuck him on Mike Evans all game. So I think they knew they weren't going to go his way all that much. So I think Mike Evans is going to regress back to, or not regress, but uh, get back to the mean. Progress? Yeah, progress. What what is he, What is even that? Um, the question. The question is, Antonio Brown, is he a solid starter week by yeah, week? I think he is. He's Antonio Brown. We can't forget that. The guy's still got it. I don't it's the it's the Cowboys defense though. It's like the worst defense in yeah. the league. Yeah. It's also Tom Brady throwing him the football. I think he's fine. I think he's a good flex player. That's true. Until Julio shows that he can play with the big boys. That's fair. I think Antonio Brown's the way to go. That's a fair point. Uh I do think CEH might just not be that good. I agree, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was on my do not draft list they gave to my dad. There's just, there's just, you, you know, they all, we, we kind of talked about this in the last pod where it's like, oh, it's the Kansas City offense. You can't go wrong, but you kind of can. 
<laughs> if, if you're not very good at football and you're that they just small. love they love to throw the ball. Why wouldn't so you so much? It, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's it's such a better option. Even if teams know they're going to pass, what the fuck are they going to do about it? Yeah, I agree. And also, did you guys know that Austin Eckler did not have a catch in week one? Zero catches. That's wild. Really? That's not going to be – I mean, he's going to feast this week against Dallas, so yeah. I think yeah. he'll be all right. <laughs> he'll be just fine. He's going to have 10 catches this week. We should do yeah, a, truly. another prop bet, over under nine catches for Eckler. <laughs> Him and Keenan Allen, come on, baby, feast. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you're right, but I wanted to punish him for not breaking 100 points. I think that's like a bare minimum you need to do in week one. Yeah. Well, I think the the context of the rankings being immediate reactions to the week makes a lot more sense than like an overall kind of – because the way I initially saw it was like where we were ranked in the draft or after the draft, and then it shifted – based like moving up and down based on that mm. as opposed to like 12 entirely different slots you know what i'm saying does that yeah, make sense i should have done that nope this was just based on week one and then yeah and also i i, I wanted it to to move a lot so i think the next time we do this i'm hoping there's like a bunch of changes except for baby back gibson being number one <laughs> although he could suck this week you never know we do he's not going to yeah I have one more question about Tim's team for you guys. Would you consider going forward starting Melvin Gordon instead of CEH? Because I probably would. Oh, really? As long as Javante is not getting the ball, which he's not. They they leaned on Gordon. You got 24.8 points. 100 yards, touchdown. He had a 70-yard touchdown run to end the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, we're saying CEH is kind of weak. Melvin Gordon looks like they trust him for now. I would consider it. I mean, if there's a week to try it, it's this week. Melvin Gordon has such a favorable matchup against Jacksonville. And uh, yeah, CEH is going up against Baltimore. So uh, if I'm true. Tim, I'm like, fuck it. Why not try it this week and see what happens? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, here you go, Tim. Free tip from us. Free tip against me. As our favorite commenter, you get free tips <laughs> from the experts <laughs> at Cheap Beer. <laughs> uh, the experts. Um, the final point I wanted to make was just like, are we worried at all about the fact that Babyback Gibbs and, and Botswallers had two of the best keepers and it's just going to like really – my worry is that if you don't have a good keeper, you're going to be like Mike and just be terrible and it's it will cause people to lo- like lose interest faster. I will tell you I certainly lost interest in keepers after this week. Um, <laughs> but it's one of those things where you agree to it. You kind of got to stick it out. Yeah, well, I'm not changing it, but I, I just feel like I, I would think about putting it as like a rule change for two years from now to like just go back to not having keepers. If it becomes a point where it's like, all right, we know these teams are going to be really good and these teams are going to be terrible. Like, that's not fun. Well, I think it is far, far too early to be even talking about this like it's week one <laughs> like i, I think agree our keep darren waller could tear his acl next week knock on wood i'm just you know we don't know we don't know like if joel and i tank this season somehow and then you're not going to be having that same conversation probably so we'll yeah see. and that's true i do think like jose had the best value of his keeper and his team is not that good so yeah yeah that's a fair point tim kept Diggs with a fifth rounder and he got last place so what are you gonna do yeah 
Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think I think this is a better conversation to have maybe after the year. We'll yeah. kind of see how – because Diggs is not going to suck like that again. Like, yeah. We, yeah, and as Dustin said, anything could happen. All right. So table that. Table it. Table it. Consider it tabled. Consider we're putting it in the table. This is not for our roll call. That does it for the power rankings. Long pod, but fun. It always is. Why do we always say long pod? We know it's a long <laughs> pod. It's always going to be a long no, pod. <laughs> last year, we didn't break an hour and a half, and we've had two, and both of them are going to be over an hour and a half. That's okay. It always, you know, it always takes us a little bit, and then we kind of, like, figure the rhythm again, and then, like, getting to points quicker, and I know we're just excited to see each other and get back on the pod, so it's, you know, a little more conversation heavy. That's okay. People come here for the personalities, not for the insight. <laughs> yeah. The internet lagging doesn't help our cut. <laughs> the internet lagging. <laughs> they come for the awkward pauses in between jokes. That's, that's why they're here. Yeah, I mean, parting thoughts, final wishes. My wish is that week one is over. That's my wish has been granted. Thank God. Let's get to the real meat of the season, please. Ready to go. And now the next pod, we can fucking overreact as much as we want. And that's great. Uh, and my week, my wish is that Ezekiel Elliott uh, continues to shit the bed for one more week because uh, I play against <laughs> Kevin this week, and I'd love to see a repeat of his five-point performance. I wish Urban Meyer would get fired. Yes, we know. We know. <laughs> I, I hate that I have this much investment in the Jaguars, but I'm just so frustrated because I love Jaguar James. <laughs> Do you want Trevor Lawrence? To add to your collection. No, no, I do not want any more Jaguars. The all Jaguars starting lineup gets Shark and Chenault in there. Real winner. I have a Marvin Jones. He's on my bench too. Why do I have two Jags? <laughs> you, oh, God. That's going to drag your team down. No. Wasn't Tim Tebow still a player you could pick up in Sleeper for a while? <laughs> is, he, is he still in there? I don't, I hope so. Let's see. I got to take a look. Hold on. Oh, you, you can get Tim Tebow. You can get Tim Tebow. Do it. <laughs> it's a novelty pick. <laughs> Is that the loser of the bet has to pick up Tim Tebow? Yeah. Oh <laughs> and keep him. Yeah. And keep him. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of losers, Roach, we're going to need photo evidence of the shirt. Yeah. At some point. Thank you, Punishment Czar. Uh, when he plays Tim, whatever week that is, it'll have extra. Um, Ooh. Because Tim has Antonio Brown. I like it. Um, all right. Well, uh, I don't have a good, I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah. Let's, I think, I think everyone listening in the future is like, wrap it up. <laughs> I've got no good sign up, sign off line. I used all of my pirate voice. Um, it's been great seeing all of you virtually. Um, we will be back in October. Don't hold your breath. Congratulations, Brandon. I ha- nothing's happened yet. So. Oh, shut the fuck. I fucking hate you. I take it back. Yeah, don't <laughs> I don't congratulate me yet. I hope nothing bad happens on your wedding day. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Well, that's even scarier. <laughs> You're the officiant. What's going to happen? Hopefully the outdoor shower works for shower hour. <laughs> shower hour. Shower hour. <laughs> Is that going to be a requirement on the, the next draft house that has to have an outdoor shower so we can do a shower hour? 
Yeah. yeah. And you have to email ahead of time the Airbnb people asking if they can fit 12 <laughs> men at once. <laughs> but it has to be really specific. Give them, like, each of our heights and weights. <laughs> I need the square footage of the spray of the water, please. We're going to need video evidence of the water pressure and direction of spray. <laughs> Oh my god. I think we know the name of this episode. <laughs> I'm still recording. I should not be recording at this point, right? <laughs> no, I'm still going. I was no, still going. Alright. Anyways, uh thanks everyone for listening. If you would like to leave a comment on Podbean, that is Podbean, like the black bean or the pinto bean, uh please feel free. Uh please also rate on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Google Podcasts. We've had zero listeners. I didn't know Google Podcasts was a thing, so if someone wants to be our first Google Podcast listener, let me know. We thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>